Welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to thank you uh, for being with us today. What a blessing it is uh, to have God's Word. And today, I hope and pray that you have a copy of God's Word. We're going to be looking today again in John chapter number 18. We've entitled this study, A Journey Through John. And what a journey it, is, it has been. I hope and pray that you have uh, received some encouragement along the way. I hope and pray uh, maybe that you have seen something in the Word of God. Maybe as you're just reading it for yourself that the Lord has revealed unto you during our time together. And if we can find those nuggets along the way, it'll help us and encourage us to become uh, better students of the Bible. As we look together today, and we find ourselves at the trial of Jesus. And if I could, for just a few moments, the background today, the picture that's behind me, is a depiction of what someone, an artist, has depicted as his thoughts about the Lord's trial before uh, Cephas. And uh, as we look here this morning, uh, we must consider the seriousness of this trial. Caiaphas was the high priest. And uh, here it is that John had shifted back from Peter's denial to uh, the trial here of the Lord Jesus. In fact, uh, Jesus had to deal with two official trials. We know that there was a pre-trial with the former high priest, who was really the man who had the most influence and the most power, and his name was Annas. And uh, Annas was the high priest prior uh, to Caiaphas. Annas was uh, Caiaphas's father-in-law, and, and I say that word Caiaphas or Caiaphas, um, I'm not sure exactly which pronunciation is correct, but I lean toward the word Caiaphas, as I've, I've heard many people speak it that way. But irregardless, Caiaphas, Caiaphas, makes no difference as long as you understand who it is. He is literally the high priest, the one who Jesus is standing before as the Jewish section of trial that the Lord is going to be uh, tried at. 
It's an ecclesiastical trial, if you will. And then the second is the civil trial before Pilate. And today, um, both these trials really contain three different segments or parts as we study those trials. But today we're going to deal with the trial here that uh, with, with Caiaphas, the high priest, and Jesus standing before him bound. In verse number 19 of chapter 18, I want you to notice what the Bible says. And here we have Caiaphas questioning the Lord Jesus. The Bible says the high priest, notice that, then asked Jesus of his disciples and of his doctrine. Now, Caiaphas, again, was the high priest. He was the son-in-law of Annas. And he was a Sadducee. Uh, he did not believe. One of their big doctrines was that they did not, the Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection from the dead. How sad that was. And that is why that the Sadducees are so sad, you see. It's because that they don't believe in a resurrection of the dead. So as we think about that this morning, uh, Caiaphas was the high priest, and then Caiaphas is questioning the Lord Jesus, and he questions Jesus on two different thoughts. First of all, he questions the Lord about his disciples. Now, he just isn't making an inquiry to see how their health was or who they were, but he wanted to gather information for two reasons. One, to gather the number of them, to have an understanding of how many followers Jesus has. And then also to give to the Romans this number, maybe as a charge of rebellion against Rome. So he had the idea to ask Jesus about his disciples and really uh, Caiaphas wanted Jesus to give a confession that he had a multitude of disciples. But you know what? Jesus didn't do anything in secret. And so he questions him greatly and muchly about his disciples. And then he questions the Lord also of his doctrine. And as we think about this, he really wanted to know what Jesus believed and taught. Why was that? Did he want to follow Jesus? Was he on the verge of conversion himself? No. The, the reason that he asked Jesus about his doctrine and wanted Jesus to inform him of, of what he believed and what he had been teaching was, again, that he might have something to falsely accuse the Lord. You see, he wanted to try to, to catch Jesus in a fault. And he could not. Jesus was innocent of all charges. And I rejoice in that today. So he questions the Lord about his disciples and then also about his doctrine. We find that in verse number 19. And then as we move along to verse number 20, we not only see Caiaphas questioning Jesus, but we see Christ responding to Caiaphas. As we look at this, Jesus spoke openly with nothing to hide. If I could say it that way, Jesus had nothing to hide. He spoke the truth, and it, it fell where it fell. 
all through his ministry, he spoke truth. He didn't do these things in secret. Verse number 20 reveals, Jesus answered him, I spake openly to the world I ever taught in the synagogue and in the temple, whether the Jews, whether the Jews always resort. And in secret have I said nothing. Now, Jesus had spoken publicly in the audience of the Jewish public. He had spoken it as the Jewish people heard him teach. He had openly and publicly been in their presence when he taught. And not only that, but Jesus had no secret plan to overthrow the government. And, and really, that's what Caiaphas was looking for. Verse 21, if you'll notice in your Bible, Why askest thou me? Jesus responds, Ask them which heard me what I have said unto them. Behold, they know what I said. Now, Jesus was not being rebellious or exhibiting a wrong attitude at all when he made this statement. He was not being a smart aleck when he said what he said back to Caiaphas. But Jesus was asking for a fair treatment. And he was well within his rights as a Jewish citizen to, to, to request this. You see, the high priest was seeking, he was just seeking a, a way to falsely accuse Jesus. And he was the one with the attitude. And so we see Jesus had nothing to hide and Jesus was standing up for his governmental rights that was given to him in the trial. In fact, uh, this is such a, a farce of a trial that all the rules were thrown out during this trial of Jesus. But thirdly, not only did we see in this text, in these verses, Caiaphas questioning Jesus and Christ's response to, to Caiaphas. I keep interchanging that word. You'll have to forgive me for that. But lastly today, Christ was struck in the face by one of the officers. Now, I know this is a highly offensive uh, act that happened uh, to the Lord. It is. It breaks my heart to think that anybody would strike the sinless Son of God. But that's exactly what happened. Jesus is struck. If we read verse 22, and when he had thus spoken, one of the officers which stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Answerest thou the high priest so? You see, uh, Jesus had said nothing worthy of such a reaction from this soldier. And this was actually a violation of the law, and it was against the Lord Jesus. They should have never lifted a hand against him because they had no charges. He was not doing anything wrong, and he was falsely accused here, and he was abused as well. Jesus is struck. But not only that, but we see in verse 23 that Jesus stands up again for his rights. Jesus is for justice. If you'll notice in verse 23 in your Bible, Jesus answered, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why smitest thou me? You see, Jesus demanded that justice be done. If he had been disrespectful to the high priest, then so be it. 
But since he had not been disrespectful in any way, he just simply asked a question, and he asked a truthful question. And then he looked at the man, and he asked him, Why did you hit me? What was the purpose of that? And then we notice in verse 24, even makes the, the, the offense even greater as we read in verse 24. Listen carefully what it says. Now Annas had sent him bound unto Caiaphas, the high priest. So Jesus was standing with his hands behind his back. He could not defend himself from this blow that was given by the soldier. How sad that was that the Lord was smitten, struck in the face by someone, and he didn't deserve that at all. But yet it happened. But we know that Jesus is God. He could have released himself from the bondage that he was in. He could have removed himself from the trial altogether. He could have overthrown uh, the Jewish realm there that was against him, the religionists. He could have overthrown the Roman government. He could have set up the earthly kingdom at that time, but it was not the will of God for him to do that. You see, Jesus comes with a greater purpose. He came to die for my sins and for your sins upon Calvary's cross. That's why that he endured these mock trials. That's why he endured the hand slap of the palm against his cheek. He deserved none of that, but he did it all for you and for me. Well, Lord willing, we'll be back again in the morning at 8.30 a.m. for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie bidding you a great day. May God bless you as our prayer. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just reach to me, for I am the one. I am the